Good afternoon. New Premier Chris Minns is living up to one of his main election promises and is banning mobile phones in the state's public high schools. It follows a successful trial of phone bans at several schools with students seeing improved performances. Isabel Mullen reports. Well, from October 9, students right across the state will have to drop their mobile phones off when they arrive at school and won't be able to access them until the end of the day. It was a key election promise from Chris Minns, a blanket ban on mobile phones across all New South Wales high schools in a bid to improve grades and physical activity while decreasing bullying. It will affect 320,000 high school students across more than 400 schools. The ban is already in place in primary schools. I don't want to see New South Wales kids fall further behind in educational attainment as a result of having a constantly pinging mobile phone device. Condell Park High School has had a mobile phone ban in place for 16 years. After all, it is only six hours. So if you can't live without your phone for six hours, then, I mean, you've got to get that checked out. Students dropping their phones off to staff in the morning where they are placed into a bag and organised by alphabetical order. It actually works really well because what we have is we've got a school during the course of the day where there is absolutely no interruption. The move brings New South Wales in line with other states and territories. The Northern Territory, South Australia, Western Australia and Victoria all stopping mobile phones from entering schools. The mobile phone ban comes into effect on day one, term four. A Sydney mother has been charged with two counts of attempted murder following the death of her 10-month-old son. Police allege the 30-year-old woman, who can't be identified for legal reasons, smothered her baby just two days after trying to drown him in a friend's pool. I'm not going to comment specifically about that case, but obviously uh, the minister will take, take a report uh, from the department in the coming days. The baby died on March 23, and it's thought one charge will be upgraded to murder when the woman next appears in court. Australian cricketer Michael Slater is in trouble with the law again. The 53-year-old is accused of attacking a police officer, causing a small cut to the officer's hand when police were called to a Noosa Heads home on Friday night. Slater is also facing two charges of obstructing police. He'll appear before a magistrate in May. Liberal MPs are rallying behind Peter Dutton after the party's disastrous defeat in the Aston by-election. Mr Dutton has claimed responsibility for the loss, as new polling shows support for the Liberals has dropped to a six-month low. Rob Scott reports from Canberra. There will be a lot of soul-searching for the Liberal Party this week after losing in Aston at the weekend. A historic win for Labor... It was the first time in more than a century that a government has won a seat from an opposition at a by-election. A contest that Peter Dutton framed as a test of his leadership. A test he has now failed. He's claimed responsibility for that loss, but is calling for patience, saying the work he's doing now will take at least 6 to 12 months before it shows dividends. In the meantime, though, the latest news poll shows he has a mountain to climb. The coalition's primary vote has fallen two points to 33. Labor is up one to 38. Two-party preferred, Labor is 10 points clear of the coalition, 55 to 45. And when it comes to who voters believe is the better prime minister... Anthony Albanese leads 58 to 26. Despite the drop in voter support, coalition colleagues are falling into line behind Mr Dutton. Labor carpet-bombed Peter Dutton in a negative way 
everywhere across the entire electorate. We have to sell Peter Dutton. He's a fantastic guy, fantastic leader. He needs to put out his achievements. Peter Dutton has done an extraordinary job in very difficult circumstances. After a, a defeat of a long-term government, everyone knows that's the most difficult time that you can have in opposition. The Labor Party getting carried away with it. That's like waving at the crowd in a 1,500-metre race after your first lap. And we're a long way from the next election. I'll leave the commentating to the commentators. Uh, what my government will continue to do is pursue a positive agenda. Peter Dutton may not have long to wait for a shot at redemption. With speculation mounting, former Prime Minister Scott Morrison may retire from politics in the weeks ahead, meaning Peter Dutton could be fighting another by-election before too long. Although after the Aston loss, there's no doubt that Coalition colleagues will be asking Mr Morrison to reconsider and perhaps stick around for a bit longer yet. China's ambassador to Australia has declared Beijing wants to invest in major projects like the Olympics in Brisbane as Queensland Premier Anastasia Palaszczuk announces her plans to visit China later this year. WA Premier Mark McGowan has also made plans to visit this month to firm up trade relationships with Beijing. They are our biggest trading partner. Hundreds and hundreds of thousands of West Australian jobs depend on it. Having a good trade relationship with China is important. Victorian Premier Dan Andrews returned on Saturday from a four-day trip to China. He was the first government leader to visit China since the pandemic began. Federal Attorney-General Mark Dreyfus is this afternoon meeting with state and territory police ministers in Sydney to begin work on a national firearms register. The details will then be ironed out over the coming months after consulting with law enforcement agencies and the public. Thank you.